Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you are tuning in, and hope that you would be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Well, grace and peace be multiplied unto you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. And I hope you're ready. If you don't know who I am, my name is Brandon Hill. I'm the senior pastor here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. And we are so delighted to have you here. If you are new here for the very first time, please fill out that connection card. I promise you we're not going to bother you. We just want to keep you up to date on what's going on here and uh, send you some birthday greetings, man. All right, and, um, and just keep you up to date on what's going on here. It's glad to have you in the house with us. All right. Well, while I was away, um, while I was away, uh, the Lord had um, begun to speak to me about 2023 and what it has to offer. And my job in this vision month, uh, we do this for those of you who are new here, those who are new partners, those of you watching online, I see you in the chat. <laughs> We do January, it's called Vision Month here. Vision Month is a time in our church that we do every January since its conception where we take the time to give you the word of the Lord in the direction that God is placing us in for 2023. We cast vision on what God would have us to do in this year. And then also it is a time where we seek direction for God from God uh, for what he wants us to do and renew our commitment to him and his plan over our lives, amen? And so God has given me this one word for 2023. And he said to me that this 2023 year will be a year of distinction. I want you to understand what distinction means. Distinction, ladies and gentlemen, is defined the act of perceiving someone or something as being not the same and often treating as separate or different. The distinguishing of a difference is the distinction of a difference I believe ladies and gentlemen that this year God is calling us and waking us up to live in our kingdom identity as unique distinguished and peculiar people in order to transform culture that's what I believe spending time with him when I talk about prophecy or prophetic I'm not telling you that I have another revelation of the Bible that's not what we're saying here you get what I mean what I'm doing right now is sharing with you the heart and mind of God and direction for his people and this church amen and where he wants you to consider for this year first Corinthians 13 verse 9 and I want to lay some foundation here for you to understand for we know in part and we prophesy in part that means I'm only giving you parts of what the Lord has given me because he gave it to me in part he doesn't just show you the whole thing amen so we, we prophesy in part so when we're about to express the heart and mind of God is in part I believe that I'm joining into my other colleagues that are when I've been looking around and seeing like we all are kind of expressing the same thing here Um, concerning this year of 2023 and I want to share it with you as we unpack this together can we unpack it so this year is a year of distinction and a couple of things I want to go everything that we do is laid upon the scripture so we ain't going to tell you something that's outside of the Bible we don't do that here 
All right, we do lay everything on the foundation of the scripture. That's where if somebody's giving you something that's opposed to scripture, that ain't that ain't the word of the Lord. <laughs> God ain't gonna contradict himself. Amen. Here we go. First Peter 2, 9, verse 10. It's on the screen. And if you're writing notes, take it down. It says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light. Verse 10 says, who once were not a people, but are now the people of God who had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Yeah. We were not once people of God, but through the blood and through the, through Jesus death and resurrection uh, death and resurrection now anyone who calls on the name of the Lord the Holy Spirit now baptizes us in the family of God but he tells us what our identity is y'all our identity is that we are chosen people mean that God has chosen us for himself number two that you are royal say I'm royal, royal. I'm royalty because God is royal he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords yeah. He says a holy nation that you are a holy people. Yeah. Holiness, ladies and gentlemen, is not that deep. Holy means that you are set apart. Yeah. That means that he set you apart for himself. Yeah. That you are a set apart nation. And that means that you are set apart from all the other people who, are, who, who has not put their trust in God. Because God said that you are set apart. Yeah. Yeah. Are you hearing me? He said his own special people. That means that you and I are special to God, Amen. that you are special. The reason why you're special, no one, if you're not special, why would God didn't come and, and send his son to die on the cross for us? If we weren't a special people, you're special because God said that you're special. Why? He says that you may proclaim the praises of him who called us. That means we were called out of darkness. We were called out, ladies and gentlemen, from a life of, 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 of lust and a life of, of covetedness and all of those things that are works of the devil. We've been called out of that, yeah. called out of this world system, this world ideology and theology. He said we've been called out of all of that into this marvelous light, meaning that we've been called into this marvelous truth. This revelation of the gospel of Jesus Christ that our eyes are no longer been blinded, ladies and gentlemen, but they're now open. They're now open to see the reality of where we were. We were lost. We were cut away from God. But the truth of the gospel, ladies and gentlemen, is that we have now been set apart. We've been set free. Now God has called us holy. Now God has made us righteous. Not because you're righteous because of you did something right. No, it's because Jesus did something right. And his righteousness has been imputed to you. All right? So it's a year of distinction. So I'm distinct because... God says that I am different. What's up everyone? This is Pastor Don from Transformation Christian Fellowship and I want to invite you to start off the new year with us for Vision Month. Vision Month is a time where we come together as a church to seek God for direction, for focus, and for vision as we move into and through a new year. So join us for the month of January, either in person or on YouTube, Sundays at 11 o'clock a.m. I believe that starting your year off in this direction will set you up for a successful and prosperous 2023. And remember, transformation starts here. 
God says, ladies and gentlemen, that I am different. So I'm saying all of this to tell you, so what distinguishes us? What distinguishes the people of God? Are we saying we distinguish because we're saying that we're better than somebody? No. Are we saying that we're distinguished because we're so goody-goody two-shoes? No. The reason why we are distinguished is because God said that we are. Because God says that he is. Isaiah 43 verse 10. I'm trying to give you this because we're getting somewhere and this is going to impact your life. You are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen that you may watch this, know and believe me. He said that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Meaning God saying to Isaiah and them that you may know and that you may believe me and understand that I am that dude. I am that guy. You know, in sports, ladies and gentlemen, they've been throwing this phrase out there that said, I am him. (laughs) I am him. Meaning that I am that guy on this court. I am this guy on that field that I am him. God saying, no, I am him among all other deities you can even think about. All other gods are man-made. They are the works of man. Jehovah is the true God. Say, I hear you. So he says, uh, before me, there was no God form. So God's saying, listen, I am the ancient of days. That means I had no beginning and I have no end. There was no God form before me. There was none and there'll be none after me. Ladies and gentlemen, what backs up the claim that our God of the Bible is the real living God is a resurrection. Jesus coming in the in Jesus being God coming in the form of a man said that he would that he would that he would liken his his resurrection to the days of Noah. That would be I mean, uh, Jonah, excuse me, that he would liken his days to the, uh, the days of Jonah. Thank you, executive pastor Dom. And that and that that would be your sign. That would be your sign that, what is that, what is that? Jonah was in the belly of a fish or whatever big, large creature it was in the water for three days, right? Yeah. Jesus would be, in the, uh, would be in the tomb for three days. After the three days, he would get up, proving that his claim to be God. Yeah. Are you hearing what I say? So that validates him. Are you hearing me? So. Now, ladies and gentlemen, he says, there will be no one after me. Then he says, I even I am the Lord. And beside me, there is no savior. There is no other person, no other deity that can save you. He says, beside me, there is no savior. Meaning salvation cannot come from another spiritual thought or ideology. Or whatever, whatever thing that we're coming up now, meaning that salvation can't come from the universe salvation cannot come from some crystals or beads it can't come from that salvation i know you're gonna get mad don't come from your little manifesting it don't come from that neither salvation comes strictly from jesus the christ for there is no other way to god than through jesus there is no other way i know people want to say that there is but there isn't Ladies and gentlemen, it is the truth of what sets us free and keeps us free. It is the truth of knowing who Jesus is. That number one, that he is God wrapped up in flesh. He died, he was buried, and he rose again. 
And he died for our sins and covered it. That's what we have to understand. Now, why am I saying all of this to you? Why is God giving this to us uh, for this time and speaking it to us prophetically? Because you have to know who he is so you can know who you are. Pause for a second. Am I telling you that you are God? No, I'm not saying that. I'm telling you, you got to know who your daddy is to know who your identity is. Your identity is wrapped in the heavenly father. So what am I telling you this for? I'm glad you asked. Being distinct is a part of our difference and our identity as believers of Christ. We are not trying to be different. We are different. Those who are forgiven by the blood of Christ through the gospel becomes God's special people. We are then set apart or separated from the world because we belong to God and distinguish from those who have not been forgiven by Jesus and do not belong to God. The Lord told me that our cultural relevance will not be in us in agreement with all the present day cultural ideologies, theologies and lifestyles, but based on us embracing and walking in our identity as Jesus people. Let's go to first Peter 13, verse Peter, chapter one, verse 13. I have to lay this foundation for you because it's going to make sense. Therefore, gird up your loins of your mind. Be sober. That means be focused. Rest your hope fully upon the grace. It's the grace of God that we should rest our hope on. That is to be brought to you by, brought to you at the revelation. Why? At the revelation of Jesus Christ. Here we go. As obedient children, not conforming yourselves to the former way. Don't conform yourself to your former way of life. The former way of life was dead. It's now dead. It got to stay dead. You don't, have to, you don't have to live by the former way. Here you go. And he says, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Wow. Wow. Why? Because it is written, be holy for I am holy. Yeah. God gave me this revelation and I need to share it with you. This has set my mind free of a whole lot of things. And it's hopefully it set you free. Write this down. I am not trying to be let me let me put make it specific it says i don't have to try i just have to be i don't have to try i just have to be i'm gonna give you an example i don't have to try to be my father's son i just have to be it i don't have to try to i don't have to try to be something that i already am i am it i just have to be Many of us, you, you, oh, I'm trying to live holy. No, I don't got to try to live holy. I just got to be holy. Because that'll set you free from this performance ideology. The reality is that I'm trying to tell you, if you walk in who you already are, then you won't, you will, you will not conform to your former way of living. You just got to be. What is this year of distinction telling us that, ladies and gentlemen, God is calling us just to be. He's calling us to be it, not don't try. You are it. You don't have to try to be holy. He said, I am holy. You be holy. He didn't say try to be holy. He didn't say be holy for you're going to get to be holy. No, he said you're holy now. Now, I know people don't like this word holy because it's I'm scared of that. Listen. I ain't trying to be holier than thou. I hear you. But guess what? You are holier than thou. 
Because God said you are. Well, I don't want my friends thinking that they can't talk with me. No, 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 no. Listen, I've been there. You know, sometimes I'm really hesitant to say that, you know, at work and stuff. Sometimes it's like, you know, oh, okay, tell me what you do. Yeah, I was preaching on Sunday. Oh, you a pastor? Oh, hold up. You know what I'm saying? People try to, they get all different on you. I'm like, don't try to change up who you are now. You can be yourself because I'm going to be me. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to be me. You know, but I understand it's a form of respect, right? I understand that. Why is it a form of respect? Because they know that there's a distinction. So I don't feel bad about it now because I know I'm distinguished. Not that I'm better than you. I'm not better than you. I'm not holier than thou. I'm still working on myself. That's not it. But I understand who my God is and understand who I need to, who I am in him. I have to be. Say to yourself, I don't have to try. I just have to be. Somebody needs to be set free of, oh my God, the, the checklist. I keep telling you, people got this checklist mindset with God that he's keeping points in heaven. He's keeping your score in heaven. And every time you do something wrong, he deducts a point. People have this type of mindset. Let me tell you something. Let me come down your road. He does not have that. He's calling you to be. You don't have to try. He did that for you. You just have to be. You have to walk in it. It's almost like this. You got, you, you, it's almost like this. You have something already set apart for you. All you got to do is just receive it and walk in the gift that you already have. I don't have to, I don't have to try to define the gift. It's there. It's already in front of me. And so what we, what God is calling us in this year of distinction is, listen, a lot of us are trying to, is trying so hard to fitting this mold of what the culture is trying to, to, is trying to put us in. This, this mold that they're, they, that, that is created of the world system. And God is saying, ho, ho, wait a second. You are supposed to be different. And you're trying to be different, but in your trying to be different, you're looking not like what I look like. You're trying to look like another image that's not me. And what God is saying to us, ladies and gentlemen, that we ought to be imitators of Christ. Not an imitator of what we see and what's present. Because guess what? All of that stuff is passing away. Ladies and gentlemen, you know why people are falling away from the faith or falling, don't want to give Jesus a try is because part of it, not the whole picture, because some of it is excuse, but part of it is, is that we don't look different. It's almost like you, we don't offer anything else that they have already seen. If I got to deal with hypocrites on the job, I don't want to deal with them in the church. If I got to deal with certain things in my own family, I don't want to deal with that in the church. That's what we come here for, to get away from all of what we've, what we go through from Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday. Are you hearing what I say? There has to be a difference. You have to walk in our difference. So what are a couple things that distinguishes us? Number one, again, I say who distinguishes us is God. And this is what will distinguish us, the mark of a distinguished believer. Number one, that we were marked by walking in the fear of the Lord. 
Now, here's what, here's what somebody will say. Are you talking about terror? No. It's what I taught on the anniversary Sunday. It is when we talk about the fear of the Lord, it's talking about it's an idea of a reverence as a, a child would be to their parent. That we walk in this, you know, you have a reverence for your parent. That's why you won't do certain things. Like, you will try to, like, you know, test a little, test a line and see what you can get away with. You know, but you still got that reverence because you know, like, ah, I think something's coming behind this. If I, if I step out of pocket, you feel what I'm saying? And so, and so with God, ladies and gentlemen, it is a, a, a reverence. It's a reverential fear that we have for him, not in terror that we're going to go to hell or anything because he set us, uh, he set us free from, from even that thought of that now when we give our lives to Christ. But no, it is a respect level that we have for our God as, as our daddy and us as children. I don't care how old you are in this room You are a child of God And he still runs things Are you hearing what I say It's not like with us Once we get Once we start paying rent And all of that stuff on our own We think we grown Not with God Alright With God he's still daddy And you still gotta submit to him Amen Are you hearing what I say Acts 9.31, and this is what the Lord gave me the scripture for our church. It says, the church then had peace throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria, and it became stronger as the believers lived in the fear of the Lord. I declare over your life in 2023 that you will become stronger as you, as you live in the fear of the Lord. As you live in the fear of the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, you will become stronger. And with the encouragement of the Holy Spirit, we believe this as a church, that the, there are numbers that, that we will grow numerically. Why? Because we are walking in step in the fear of God. Number two, that we are marked by walking by the Spirit, by virtue of the Holy Spirit. Here in Galatians 5, 22, verses, 20, verses 22 through 25 says... But the fruit of the spirit is love, peace, joy, uh, love, excuse me, love, peace, joy, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such. There is no law. And those who are Christ have cru have crucified the flesh with his passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us walk in the spirit. If we're going to be distinct, it is not by you walking by your own flesh. It's by you walking by the spirit of God. It is by walking in the spirit of God where you'll be able to be holy. Because that was the experiment of the Old Testament. In this new dispensation, the Holy Spirit enables us and empowers us. To, to be holy, not to try to live in holiness, to be holy. What am I telling you? Uh, so so what, am, what, am, what am I saying? So if we walk in step by the Spirit of God, you just see what the Spirit produces. That I'm distinguished because that is what's being produced in my life. That fruit of, of love, peace, gentleness, long-suffering, all of that is being produced. Because that is a, that's what marks me as distinguished. Yeah. You come across people say they, they a believer and they nasty. Come that ain't been distinguishing come you. On. You rude. You got a rude, you got a nasty attitude about you. That's nothing, that doesn't distinguish a believer. What should distinguish us is how we love one another. Jesus said that they will know that you are of me by the way we love one another. 
by how we treat one another. Let me tell you something. Love does not mean that you, we are tolerant of everything. No, love of Jesus means that we respect people of who they are as human beings. Are you getting what I'm saying? I don't have to tolerate certain lifestyles, but I still respect you because you are a human being. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what the love of God is. We share the love of God because people are still human. No matter how mean you've been to me, and I know this is hard. I'm not saying that I, let me, let me just pause for a second. I'm not saying that I have, as Paul said, that I've apprehended it all. God is still working on me. I'm not going to lie to you in the church to say, oh, Pastor Brandon just, just throws everything away and just don't forget. No, 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 no. Not so easy. <laughs> not so easy. You know, say God's still working on the pastor. God's, God's still working on, he's working on all of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, G. Well, let me let's just keep moving here. <laughs> so, no. so it's how we love one another. That's what I'm trying to tell us. It's how we love one another. It's less, well, let me tell you something. You, 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 you have to live in the peace. The peace of God that the Spirit brings. That's what distinguishes you. I live in peace. Not just with myself, but with others. Blessed are the peacemakers. I'm not here trying to cause a bunch of strife. You get what I'm saying? That's what's going to distinguish you. Say, I'm going to be distinguished by how I walk in the spirit. Here's the other thing here. Number three, the mark of a person that's going to be distinguished is by your mark by walking by faith and not by sight. A distinguished believer walks by faith. Ladies and gentlemen, there are things about this year that I don't all I don't have all of the answers to. But one thing that I understand is that we must live by faith. And Paul tells us, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes for the Jews first and also for the Greeks. Then it says, for in the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, the just shall live by what? Faith. Let me hear you say it. Faith. Say it one more time. Faith. I got to live by faith. Let me tell you something. What, what we have to understand about faith is this, is that our faith in God, right? Our faith in God is believing, number one, that he is and that he is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him. That means, ladies and gentlemen, that there are going to be times in this year, I must give you a caution, there are going to be times in this year where you're going to be, you're going to feel, ladies and gentlemen, that things are not going the way that you want it to go. There are going to be times in this year where you're going to be puzzled by certain things that happens in your life, right? Okay, but here's the thing, the faith has to kick in to understand that whatever I'm going through at the moment, God will not leave me where I am, but he's going to guide me through whatever situation, temptation, or tribulation that comes in my life. Say, I hear you. The reality is, ladies and gentlemen, is that the just shall live by faith. I can't live based on optimism if it's not rooted in faith. I can't live by being an optimist because guess what? It will click quickly lead to pessimism when it does not happen as fast as I want it to. It didn't say to just live by optimism, not saying that you can't be optimistic. 
But your optimism has to be rooted in a faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You have to believe and understand that what you don't see is as real as what you see. You're still believing for that opportunity on the job. You don't see it. You don't know how it's going to happen. But you have to believe that it's there even though I don't see it right now. You may be leaving for your family to come back together and things to be mended. Though I don't see it right now, I believe that it's going to happen. Abraham, ladies and gentlemen, the Bible says that he hoped against hope. Even though he did not see how he was going to be a father of many nations. Though he did not see how in the world, because he was beyond the years of love making. How would he conceive a son? Him and Sarah are above those years, but he hoped against hope. Hope, ladies and gentlemen, that something would happen for them. I don't know what you are going through right now. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what you even are. It's not even something bad. I don't know what good thing that you're looking for. I'm just telling you is that you have to have the faith to see it all the way through. You got to see it all the way through. You can't quit. Why you can't quit? Because let me tell you something. What distinguishes us from the unbeliever is our faith to persevere. (sighs) Because the unbeliever is trying to figure out why you trying to persevere and you don't and you still hoping for something you didn't see. Because I know my God said it's going to be there. (laughs) Yeah, people saying, well, why are you still working here and you haven't done? Because God told me to stay here. And because if I persevere long enough. God will, oh my God, what I've been praying for will become a reality. Mm-mm. Say I'm distinguished because my God is distinguished. Now I must give you a word of warning, caution. Listen to me, listen to me clearly. 2023, like any other year, will be full of many challenges and ups and downs. But for some, it will be a year where it will challenge your belief system and what you believe about God. There will be new emerging ideologies this year that will try to uproot you from the truth. But the Lord spoke to me and said, the blessing is for those who remain rooted in sound doctrine of who he is. I'm calling us, ladies and gentlemen, not to change our doctrine, but let our methods change so people can receive the truth of the gospel. Hello, I'm Vernon Hill Sr., teaching pastor here at TCF. Hello, my name is Aretha Hill. I am the director of Glory Girls. Thank you for watching us today. If you're in need of a church community and you feel the Lord leading you to connect to this ministry, become more than a member. Be a partner. When you partner with TCF, you become an agent of change, assisting the vision and the mission of the church to connect lives of the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. We would love to partner in community and do life with you. So come to TCF. We look forward to seeing you. And remember, transformation Transformation starts here. Let me give you 1 Timothy 6.20 and 21. Timothy, this is Paul speaking to Timothy. Guard what God has entrusted to you. Avoid godless, foolish discussions with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge. I'm not saying, ladies and gentlemen, you can't have a reason because what they used to do back in the day in, in ancient and early church is going to synagogues and reason with people. I'm not telling you not to have a, a good, meaningful conversation if it's going to lead to us getting to the truth. Yeah. Yeah. 
But opposed, he said, avoid godless, foolish discussions. Those who people are trying to, well, why you believe that? I don't believe that. Ain't no God. Well, that's your time to share the gospel with them. But guess what? Over time, if they're not trying to hear it, then I'm going to now move away. Because I don't need you discouraging what I know. He said, avoid that. Because guess what? It's meaningless. It's a waste of time. I also want you to understand this is another warning for the church at large. In efforts of being culturally accepted and prove that I'm a cool God, we have stripped away the importance of living in the fear of the Lord. He said, I will humble and hinder movements in this coming year and will cause certain things to drop in their midst. I don't have to be proven that I'm a cool God. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm trying to save someone's soul. I also must caution you in this year, and I'm gonna have to. We're gonna do different workshops and, and and different things. I must get. I must prepare our church because we are heading in a time of economic recession. We're in it right now, and I must get you prepared for how we gonna deal with this different inflation because it's not going down this year. It's only going up. So what are we gonna have to do? We gonna have to budget properly. We're going to have to get ourselves, we're going to have to pivot. And the reason why I'm giving you this now is because the Lord told me. But here's the promise. The economically, the West is heading and, in, and it's currently in financial recession and it will feel like it's a drought. It's going to feel dry. I'm telling you, it's going to feel dry. But he says, but tell the people, those who abide by this word that you give will remain sturdy and flourish even in drought because they remained rooted. Do not allow yourself to become uprooted. Hear me. Stay rooted in what you believe. Yeah, you're going to feel it. It's going to feel like, man, I don't know about you, but Pastor Brandon, sometimes I look at the, you know, I get my check and stuff like that, and I say, okay, who getting it first? <laughs> I just look in there and cry inside. <laughs> Be like, ah. Uh. Yeah, it's payday, but it's broke day. <laughs> I just say, oh, Uncle Sam, why have you got to take so many taxes out here? I don't mind paying you, but come on, give me something. <laughs> yeah. As I'm coming to a close, God is tired of people blending into the, into the point where we're conforming to whatever society says. You're not being when you're trying to conform. You're not being. Stop trying to be other than who he says you are. Because that's why our relationships are failing. That's why we're not seeing the uh, supernatural happen in our lives the way it needs to. Because we're just so concentrated on everything else. Because we think that what that is is appealing. And it is. But here's what you don't understand. It's empty. Amen. It's not whole. It's empty. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's empty. We're called to be light bearers. We're called to be the salt of the earth. That's who we are. You bring the flavor to wherever you go. I hear people talking about all the time, I'm tired of this going on here. You have the power through your words, through praying, to change the environment that you're in. 
Why? Because God said you could. Because of who he is in you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Lord said many people are trying to distinguish themselves without me. And they're blending into something that they don't even like, but they're living with it. Because they haven't come to the real truth of who you are. For some of you, if you just wake up to who you are and wake up to your distinction, I'm telling you this year, and not only this year, but your life will never be the same. If you would just walk in who you already are, you won't try to be something you're not. And what is God calling for us in this year? To be. To be like him on the earth. To stop trying to get into all of what you think is appealing and all of that. Because it's empty. There's no fruit coming out of that. But if you will just be who God said you are and walk in your identity. You will see the hand of God move like never before in your life. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I thank you, Jesus. Lift your hands to heaven. I want to speak this word prophetically over you as the Lord has given it to me. Here we go. 2023 will be a year of distinction where God will distinguish. We prophesy God is going to distinguish and mark you out, his remnant, so that his glory will be evident in your life we declare God right now we declare by the power of God Exodus 33 verse 14 in this conversation Moses and the Lord was having the Lord said I will personally go with you Moses and I will give you rest then Moses says if you don't personally go with us don't make us leave this place how will anyone know that you look favorably on me on me and on your people if you don't go with us. For your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all the people of the, on the earth. We prophesy the glory of the Lord is going to set you apart. That you are going to carry the glory of the Lord like never before in this year. We decree and declare by the power of God that you're going to walk in who you are and that you are going to walk in your difference. You will not try. You will be it in the name of Jesus Christ. We prophesy by the power of God that this year of distinction, you will be distinguished among your job. You will be distinguished among your job. You'll be living this. Your family will be distinguished this year. That is going to be set apart for the glory of God to move through your family. We decree and we declare by the power of God today that in the name of Jesus, that even in a season of drought, hallelujah, economically, we believe that your people will be set apart from all of the rest in the name of Jesus. Because, oh Lord, we believe your word that we've been young and now we've been old. 
but we've never seen the righteous begging for, oh my God, see, begging for bread. We decree and declare by your power, oh God, that your people will not lack in the name of Jesus. We decree and declare not only that, but intimate relationships. We decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus that even uh, just, just uh, friendships, oh God, will be distinguished in this year. People are looking for community and we declare your community will be distinguished in the name of Jesus the Christ we pray. God, I pray right now over your people in this moment, oh God, that they will live in their distinction in the name of Jesus. I decree may the glory of the Lord follow them where people will wonder what is it about them, oh God, that sets them apart and that will give us the opportunity to share the good news in the name of Jesus that they'll let them know that there is a man Jesus who set me apart and can set them apart in the name of Jesus the Christ. We declare right now by the power of God that God is separating you for such a time as this. We declare and declare right now by the power of God that you're being separated for the glory of God, that you're being marked by the glory, that the glory of God will follow you in the name of Jesus, that the goodness and mercy of God will follow you all the days of your life in the name of Jesus. Say, I receive it. Come on, shout it out. Say, I receive it. Say, this is my year of distinction in the name of Jesus. We declare and declare by the power of God. Come on now, ask God in this year what you, come on, ask God what you want from me. Come on, ask him. Come on, open your mouth and ask the Lord what you want. What is it that you want from us in this year? Come on, ask the Lord. Ask the Lord in this moment. What do you want from me, God? How will I distinguish myself? How are you going to distinguish me this year? Ask him. Ask him. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. And we believe that we will see the goodness of the Lord and we're confident as seasons change your faithfulness remains oh God your faithfulness remains hallelujah I'm believing and we believe that we will see the goodness of the Lord and I'm confident as seasons change your faithfulness remains hallelujah your faithfulness remains come on just a few more seconds and we believe and we believe that we will see the goodness of the lord and we're confident we're confident as seasons change your faithfulness remains oh god your faithfulness remains you gotta speak it over your year and tell them your faithfulness 
Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you would subscribe so you can continue to be empowered by the latest message. For more information about Transformation Christian Fellowship or Pastor Brandon Hill, visit our website, transformationchristianfellowship.org, or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1, to the number 94000 or visit our website. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.